Hello and welcome to Party Pooper Podcast. This is the episode right after Christmas. Feels like we haven't recorded an episode in forever. In a bajillion years. So we've got Alicia here and Phil. And what are we talking about today? I don't know. I think we should just talk about what's been going on. Because next, the next episode we're going to try to do on New Year's Eve for real. Yeah, like on, like on New Year's, yeah. Yeah, and like I'd kind of like to talk about, you know, like what did we, like what, what is 2020? Like what are five things out of 2020 that, you know, Ooh. stood out to you? Like what music came out that you really liked? Oh, we uh, actually have to find what? positive things to talk about? Yeah, well, good? I can find like fun and <laughs> things like that and... I'll try to balance okay. you. <laughs> yeah, all right. Well, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll try and... I think, I think I've got a couple things. You've like, got things. I can figure something out. You've got things. Yeah. So we had a pretty quiet Christmas. Basically. I mean, it kind of didn't really even feel like very much of a Christmas other than Christmas Day because I've been working nonstop and you just fell on vacation so, like, Christmas Eve was pretty much when we got a couple of decorations up. Well, you put it up while I was at work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, yeah, Christmas Eve was like, uh, I don't know, it was weird. I came home and it certainly felt, oh, because we ordered pizza. That's what we did. Yeah. Which is great. It was fantastic. Shout out Panago for their Panico, spicy Hawaiian Yeah, Pan- Panago has the best pizza in Comox Valley. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm sure in lots of other places. But, um, but Alicia realize that she likes it when we take the pizza home. Oh, right. And then um, I turn the oven on to like 350 and I just throw the pizza in there on um, a circular pizza sheet we have. Uh, sorry. Not a pizza stone though, but I'd love to have a pizza stone. That's got to be like the next like like Yeah, we don't have not, a pizza stone. Not not necessary purchase if we can sometime. Yeah, home quality of life item. Exactly. Um, anyway, and then we put the pizza back in there for about 15 minutes, which is about five minutes longer than the oven takes to get to temperature. Um, and that pretty much does a trick and it makes it nice and crispy Mm -hmm. and makes it hot again. It's pizza, the sequel. It's like better than the original. Yeah. What movie would have been, what movie sequel would have been better than the original? Would you say? Um... Not that the original would be necessarily bad, just That's that the second one was even better. You know what they say, like most sequels aren't as good as the original. Like all, s- all sequels are worse. I really. think Terminator 2 was better than Terminator 1. Just because of the technological side. I'm not saying that right, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like that was so much more advanced than the original one. Like the original one is still very good and it actually freaks me out and scares me but the second one was definitely even even aliens i would go so far as to say aliens same thing so when you said the technological advancement do you mean in movie making or in the story in the movie in well strictly speaking the 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 advancement of like i don't think they would have called it cgi back then i don't know okay so movie making yeah movie making okay yeah. And also just because the actors, some of the actors also were a little more seasoned and stuff in those movies. Yeah. That kind of goes along with um, what I had decided would be my favorite sequels, pre- preferably originals, 
even though this is kind of not the same thing, but I would say James Bond because mm-hmm. I much more enjoy the James Bond movies that came out like from, I don't know, GoldenEye plus GoldenEye onwards as opposed to, this is blasphemy for some people that would say like, oh, the original, the ultimate James Bond is Sean Connery or whoever, but like, um, Roger I just, Moore was before Sean Connery, wasn't he? Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Different people have their different favorite James Bond. Right. But I just, uh, yeah, it's very subjective, but I just like, you know, Pierce Brosnan onwards better. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. obviously, not even we really already the determined. Same kind of movies, but yeah. We already determined on this podcast that Daniel Craig was the best yes. James Bond. Yeah. But I actually just saw they're coming out with them. Um, uh, a Lady Bond? To, uh, no, no, no. Oh, what was it? I just, just saw their Command to a sequel. Oh, oh, wait now. <laughs> this has nothing to do with with um, uh, 007 or James Bond. Well, before we move on, no, I, I don't I'll know forget. if this is true, but I, I heard that the, that the Lady James Bond actually takes 007's place because he dies or something. Right. And I don't, she I don't becomes know. 007. So. Oh, yeah, I don't know. But I just remembered why I started laughing was because the sequel I was thinking to was the sequel to Coming to America with Eddie Murphy. <laughs> and then I'm like, why did I think that have anything to do with James Bond? But oh, I'm excited about that. Actually, I, uh, I did think of a better sequel. So I believe Five Goes West is oh the sequel. Oh, my God. To- <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't remember what the first one's called. It's like Fievel in Brooklyn or something. Once Upon a Time. I didn't no. ever even saw that stupid movie. Well, it's and not like, Once Upon a Time. It's, it's Once Upon a Tale or yeah, a Mouse Tale. A, 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 like a Mouse once Tale. Once Upon a Mouse Tale? I don't know, but. <laughs> once Upon yeah. Five, the Three Blind in the city Mice. <laughs> was the first one. And then, um, yeah, Fievel Goes West was the sequel. And it was. No, there's far no superior. Once Upon a. a, a City is that what you said? No, no, Fievel in the city. No, it's not Fievel in the city. It's a mouse well, tail. Whatever. Or once a, fuck. I it doesn't matter. It up. doesn't. It doesn't matter what it's called. Everybody. Everybody knows because everybody loves Fievel, and especially loves uh, Sheriff Burp, the cat, who's the sheriff of uh, the mouse town or whatever. First of all. Or was, was the cat the deputy? I, I was confused. It's called an the, American the tale. Dog, the dog was the sheriff. Sorry, my bad. It's an American tale. And then the second was an American tale, Five Goes West. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. If you haven't seen an American tale, Five Goes West, you oh, have to see awful. it. Awful. Just skip, awful. skip the first one. It doesn't even matter. Oh, but. no, there's more. Really? Oh. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, I guess... I'll have to uh, get The Treasure of Manhattan Island. You realize you're super far away from your microphone now, so. The Treasure of Manhattan Island. Okay, awesome. I'm going to get it. We're going to watch it. No, I don't do those movies. Okay, I'll watch it by myself. If, if Speaking of things I'll we're doing I'll watch that with you if you holidays. will watch. A, you didn't even watch. Okay, let's get back to holidays. Okay, because that whole rant started with Pizza, the sequel, which is amazing. We did not do, we blasphemy, I say, because we did not do what we should have done on Christmas Eve, which was we were supposed to watch something that you would like that was good for your, your humor center. And then we were supposed to watch Krampus. 
and we didn't watch Krampus. And that sucks, because last year I had to watch Black Christmas by myself. Okay. And you, you said you were going to watch it. Okay, well. Oh, well. I mean, I, there's next year. But we did catch up on a lot of shows. Yeah. We finished Veep. Thank God. Oh, my God. Like, like I don't even know how I feel about that show. What a horrible show. show. It was an amazing show. So annoying. It was amazing. But it's Jonah a bunch of idiots yelling at each other. Jonah. Love Kent. I could. I kept flip-flopping with Selena. I just was like, she's the, uh, the worst person. But Total yet psychopath. I was fascinated with her. She's the worst person. Yeah, she's the ever. worst person. But she played such an excellent character, and by I mean, she played such a complex person excellently. Not that Selena was excellent because she was awful. Although you could say she was excellent at being awful. I, I, my heart breaks for Gary. That's all I can say. Poor, poor Gary. And never, man. Don't make him a victim. He's an he, idiot. He, he was such. I think he was. I don't know if he was ever like given any awards for this or anything like that but that guy that actor i've seen him like he's been in a bunch of things isn't he in arrested development and stuff too i think was it was that him but anyways his character basically played like the same person no if you watched you had to listen closely for little sounds he would make while she was talking his little subtle and not so subtle uh facial expressions that he would do like he was completely and and utterly obsessed and in love with Selena. Like, he was infatuated with her. That's what he was. He was infatuated yeah, sure. with her. But at the same time, when she would say something that he didn't agree with or do something he was, like, disgusted by, he, he always made it known. You just, sometimes it was very subtle. But I just, I loved it because he wasn't an over-the-top character like Jonah. That's a complete opposite. He was, like, in your face acting like a maniac all the time, you know? I guess. I'm just... I'm just happy it's over, but, um, um, what else did we finish? We did finish something else too. We watched the movie like Ava. We watched Ava, which I really liked. I enjoyed seeing John Malkovich as like a handler, like a little beefed out handler. I, thought it was I didn't, I didn't like it. What? No, I'm also, a- there is a song by gold and a dude from Depeche Mode. In it. Anyway, I like the fight where John Malkovich is fighting. What? That was a good fight. You know, whatever it was, it was fine. It was cool to see an, an older guy in hand-to-hand combat, and he's going up against, like, brim and vinegar, and he's using technique and stuff mm-hmm. um, to his advantage, you know. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, so many people um, do John Malkovich impressions that it's almost like it's a caricature, and when I actually see John Malkovich talking like John Malkovich, I just can't get other people talking like John Malkovich out of my head. He it's almost like he's doing he an impression of himself. He wasn't John Malkovich in this movie. No, but I just mean the means. way that not, I just mean the way that he talks yeah. like John Malkovich has a very distinctive yeah, for sure. like, way of speaking. Like Michael Caine. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, like all, like anyway. So I just, when I watch him speak now, I feel like it's been made of such a, like, such a joke thing or whatever mm-hmm. that people do impressions or it just seems like he's doing an impression of someone mm. 
and it's not even really it's like he can't it's like it's like he's doing an impression and he just can't get out of that impression but that's just who he is i guess but like it's just it's i don't know it's weird it's a really weird feeling but um yeah, I, I just I, I I felt the story didn't go anywhere. I understand what you mean. I just feel like that doesn't apply to this movie because to me he was completely out of character, which is why I like the fact that he was like the gentle handler and he was just all like beefed out and like he didn't, I, he, he was still calm and everything, but he didn't do that long drawn out kind of way. He It wasn't really like yeah, prominent. Was, well, yeah, it was less, you know, but the story, rage, but... The story itself. The story sucked because. It was just short. It was like the perfect little, short little Netflix movie. Like, I, it felt to me like a movie that was kind of quickly filmed because of the whole COVID thing. I don't know if that's true or not, but. Maybe, but. It was, it was nice. How it had it, good elements inside of it, yeah, but like, then they didn't, they didn't get a chance to really pull those elements out. Like. But I mean, they only made, it was only, what, an hour? It, it was an hour and a half. Yeah, it was very short. It was, it was. But that's it, what I mean. Me, why, why like do it then? T- because it felt like it just ended so abruptly. Because they were strapped, what I think, a lot of the stuff that you see on Netflix right now, even with the bigger name stars like Jessica Chastain and John Malkovich and you know plenty of other movies like that, a lot of it is almost like they're like, you kind of get the feeling like, not that they're dialing it in, but that it's a little cheap. And it is cheap. There are stuff that's being thrown together quickly to create content because everything came to a grinding halt from COVID. So like people were like, caught up on they're just watching all these old shows so then you get all these streaming services that aren't making any money because people are just basically watching fucking repeats which they probably got well, on the con- on the contrary streaming services uh grew their market share increased revenues and had a, an excellent year regardless yes because they had so many of these for before all of this stuff there was not as much for netflix or these like you know little mini shows and stuff that would come out it was it wasn't as much as it is now like that all started with covid that it started to get so saturated with that stuff uh, obviously it's bad for actors and writers and production staff and movie making people but for streaming services it really doesn't matter there's so much content already out there i mean it's this is almost but like a much needed money. break so that people can catch up they make more money when they're the production house and I don't know if Ava was their production house, no, but just I'm the just Netflix saying, original stuff. There's like, enough content for people to just watch new stuff for at least a year without even missing any other new stuff. Regardless, the more they have to offer, the more money they're going to make. Okay, so anyway, that doesn't that doesn't defend the fact that the the story was not played out properly. There was like weird little elements like her and what? like her father issues and then talking to her uh her marks and stuff like in an actual drawn out movie or whatever you would have seen that story evolve well that's why the beginning they did that whole you only see her kill two people and then and she asked them uh what what they did and then she's gone but like there's no like development in that i mean we find out later it's because of like daddy issues and whatever but like it you know it just it feels like that's just one of the pieces in this movie that wasn't fleshed out and then it was just not that i like a super huge intro to mm-hmm. a movie but like maybe they're going to do a sequel maybe i don't think that would be good though no but that doesn't ever stop any anybody before uh enter any of fucking what's his face or the the dude it honest. was <laughs> it was fine as a a medium length film or whatever it's worthwhile to check out 
I honestly didn't mind it. I, I, we don't have to agree on it, and that's fine. I actually even turned to you at the very beginning when the credits were rolling up, and I was like, oh, is this a TV show? Because, like, uh, they were basically setting the whole story, telling you her whole life while the credits were starting. Yeah, and then we did, realized yeah. it was a movie, and then I was like, oh, okay. So I already knew, like, it's probably not going to be that long if they managed to crush all this in the credits. I kind of like that. I just wanted something quick and easy to watch. I do agree there were certain things that, um, which makes me feel like, like it's a, it's like a series of books or something and they maybe only did part of it and then they're leaving themselves open to doing more because the whole storyline with her and that girl, Colin Farrell's daughter was not, it wasn't clear what was going to happen at the end. Like, does she decide to, that she's going to be Jessica Chastain's mentor or that, Jessica Chastain's character is going to be her mentor. Is she in love with her? Is she avenging her father? Did she get pissed off when he made that comment about women shouldn't be in the field because I saw her give a look? Mm-hmm. You know, like, it was just kind of weird. Yeah, we don't know what the hell's going on. Right. But Also, maybe I was, that was hoping her and the, the poker lady, that whole thing, oh I, I thought for sure it was going to be like oh so, this is going to be like a team now that are going to that join part up. really annoyed me we we had basically zero background information on who the hell that poker lady mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. why there was even a party at a poker hall and whatever like it was just a bunch of like it was like insert random asian lady underworld boss here yeah criminal yeah. boss here and like the the asian lady was like a fucking stereotype stereotypical older Asian like woman running a underground gambling den or whatever. And it was like that character didn't have any life or, you know, it was, it was just not on like Mrs. uh, What's her faces. Mavel's the show. Mrs. Maisel. But yeah, but like, like they even threw in that weird thing where like, they're like, Oh, we got to give her some personality. And then someone's like, Oh, I know we'll just cut to a scene real quick where she's sitting on a chair, like touching herself and she's watching two dudes fucking go to town on this young Asian chick. And, uh, that's basically all we know about her. She likes to watch. Like that's (laughs) what we know about this character. Oh, you're so funny. This dude owes her a lot of money and she likes to watch. That's her character. Bam. Yeah, I mean that that was bu- bullshit. I agree. I don't know. Like I said, it it I wasn't expecting much. It it it. I enjoyed seeing John Malkovich. I like Jessica Chastain. I don't know that I a hundred percent believed her char- like her in that character. I just was in the mood to watch a quick action movie. I guess the fighting was good, but the only major issue that was there was that really really cheesy uh i'm gonna pick you up and drop you into the coffee table move oh yeah and then they the you know the actor lands on their back through the coffee table and crushes it onto the ground and it it's just it's been done so many times that to see it happen and it wasn't even like if you're gonna do something that's been done that many times and you want it to to count and be worthwhile doing, mm-hmm. then you have to do it like in a more brutal or more interesting way than anybody else ever has. So if you just did the classic coffee table move, but you did it like crazy brutal and like the person like almost died or did die or, and you made it like excruciating, like beyond anything else that anyone had ever done, 
like maybe by putting some stuff that they also got impaled on or something or whatever, then that right. might be justification for doing it. But then if you do it more interesting than anybody else, like, again, I'm you telling know, you it was thrown together quickly Then it would have been good. But that, but that was like super cheese right there, which yeah. is a shame because whoever choreographed all that, all the fight scenes actually did a really good job with all the rest of it. But then it's almost like they were, they threw that like cookie cutter move in right there. And it just, it was like, oh, it was lame. probably something in editing. Um, like I think, they, I think if if you really need to, I think it is. It's always super brutal. It's like way more brutal to pick somebody up and just throw them just on the bare ground. And yeah, they're okay. They're not going through a coffee table, which is more yeah. exciting because it kind of explodes underneath them. Well, I think they were fighting but in a pretty small room. Were they I not? know, but I'm just, I'm just, I'm not talking about this He's situation. Like, no, I'm just on. saying, I'm not going to throw you on the table. That's cheesy. I got to walk down the hall. <laughs> no, I but like, the door, walk I'm down just the saying, <laughs> throw you down there. If, if coming at it from the perspective of I was choreographing a fight, mm-hmm. if I was going to do a thing where they had to throw, I think throwing a character down on like a bare floor, especially like a concrete floor or mm-hmm. something or whatever. And just having it go really quiet and just hearing that impact and that like finality of that surface or whatever, I think that would be even more brutal to to witness than throwing someone into a coffee table. Because I, I think in our mind, we're already going, oh yeah, okay, it's like a stunt coffee table. It's breaking their fall. I know? think throwing someone against the wall and letting them rebound off the wall and land on the floor, that would fucking hurt. Yes, but then you also have that thing where the stunt performer is going to, they're going to put their arms up and they're going to kind of do like the bounce oh, off. Right. And, yeah. and like, I know that like it, it happens very fast and stuff. It's just that normally you don't actually see someone. Well, some stunt, head stunt people don't do that. Some, they actually let themselves. Some stunt people I'm actually not saying, let themselves get, get I'm, I'm not hurt, saying that hurt, stunt hurt, people hurt. should be actually banging their head against a wall, yeah. but I'm saying with special effects or whatever, yeah. um, it, it's it's brutal to throw someone against a hard wall, but only if they do it in such a way that you don't see the stunt person like throw their arms up and mm-hmm. like bounce off with their arms as well. Because then that, um, I know it's like it's so fast and whatever, but like I, I kind of notice that sometimes and then and then it kind of like pulls me out of the moment. The worst would be throwing somebody down a railing, like getting yourself to the nearest railing and throwing them so that they would be like with the railing between their legs. Like when you watch home videos, those are always the ones that hurt the worst. Like they just hurt to watch when you see somebody like skateboarding or something off a rail and they, <laughs> they land on it and it goes up between their legs. And you're oh like, boy. Fuck. Oh, that must have hurt so bad. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. Be brutal, but yeah. I like that. They, she threw in the, uh, um, eye jab. Because you don't see eye jabs as often as mm-hmm. you would expect, mm-hmm. you know, if you're in a fight to the death. Yeah. I know it's super gross, but like, you know, it's rare when you have a fight in a movie or something and you actually have a character that like rips another person's eye out or actually like stabs somebody in the eye and the, mm-hmm. the other character loses that eye. I think that's, uh, it's super brutal, but it's, you know, that's what, 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 what would I happen. wish they would stop doing in all shows and movies is those are those scenes where they're driving and they're talking to each other and the camera keeps panning from each 
person that's speaking to the other person so that you can see just barely the outside window of the car. And so you're thinking like any second now a car is going to smash into this car. I fucking hate it. I hate it. Every single time I see that, even if it's a funny movie or like a, a drama or like a love story or something, and they've got two people talking in a car, the minute I can see out the well, other, I'm like, that's it. But it's that's the thing. Happen. So that's happened. It's, I don't it's, like it. That's happened. That shot has happened a bunch of times now. Mm -hmm. And so now we're programmed to anticipate it. Exactly. I hate it. Speaking of holidays and movies, um, one thing that you did watch with me was uh, Gremlins. We talked about that. I said I was going to get you to watch it. So let's let's hear no, it. No, I don't want to talk about Gremlins. Come on. I didn't like it. What did you not like about it? That all the Gremlins were insane, not, super evil. Not, not, not all of them. Okay, and they, they did all that stuff that they do in movies, like splitting up and fucking, you know, running into places where they shouldn't run. Or right. like it's That like chick was like kids. serving them liquor it forever. It was an 80s PG-14 or 13 movie that was kind of scary but silly, so silly enough to not be too scary. It wasn't like fucking Freddy Krueger or anything. And then, okay, there's a major plot hole. Which is that the um, the creatures or whatever multiply when exposed to water? Mm -hmm. Spoiler alert! And uh, <laughs> whatever, if you haven't seen Gremlins yet, then whatever. But anyway, uh, so he jumped in the pool or whatever and exploded into like a thousand Gremlins right. or whatever. But yet there's snow everywhere, right? So they're encountering water, which is melting, and so they're like stepping in puddles and they're walking on the street or whatever. Because it only, it only took a tiny drop, remember, for right. the original one. Right. And so, or the one in the lab or mm -hmm. whatever. And anyway, yeah, sure. so like definitely puddles and That's snow. Right. And then they were also yes. in a bar drinking and throwing drinks around and yeah. all this stuff. And like there's, and plenty, dancing, of water, stripping, there's plenty of water content poker. in all that stuff. Like they would have been continually multiplying. Exactly. So I don't, this whole thing about preventing it from going in the fountain and like it would have already been, oh, it would have been over already. Like there would have... Like, why weren't they multiplying with well, all that stuff? First of all, again, it was a movie in the 80s. It was just supposed to be fun. You're not supposed to watch these things and tear them apart, comparing them to reality, because it's not reality. Because so, the gremlins were able to do all these other things. That's right. They would have definitely Archer, been able to go to the parrot, bathroom and turn the faucet we on. We just watched an episode of Archer where the parrot just had a conversation full on, like, as if he was a human being sitting. But that's because Archer is in a coma. And he's dreaming that. That's why it's right because everything else power. about Archer is no, is but completely realistic. They are justifying it by saying, "Well, this is all happening in his mind because he's in a coma. So therefore, they can do anything they fucking want. They can have the the whole world talking." Okay, but you know where I'm going with this because I could just sit here and start talking about all the shows that we watch and how there's always going to no. be some element that is re ridiculous. Yeah. So. You're not supposed to watch these things going in expecting a, you know, experience to broaden your knowledge of, like, scientific information that's out there or, like, see some kind of groundbreaking educational, Whoa. you know, depiction. Maybe that's the problem because <laughs> we should be watching things to educate out. ourselves. <laughs> anyway. Well, but the... Come on. You didn't think Mowgli... Mowgli... What's his name? <laughs> Fuck it. I can't even remember. It was cute. 
He, come on, the you've first, got to admit. The first uh, gremlin And he was guy? smart when he was offered food. No, he looked at the well, clock and he, nope, no, I don't so want here's, it. Here's the problem is he reminded me of, of Furby's. But he existed before. I'm pretty sure like Furby's came from, from that image. No, 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 no. There were gremlin dolls way before. Like, before, like there were actual gremlin dolls. Before. Anyways, I hate I hate Furbies with, you know, every ounce of my being. Okay. So, it's just the similarity to a Furby was too much, I think, for me. And also because they were so mean and just insane, so it just made me uncomfortable. Okay, so the other movie I got Phil to watch. Moving on. Well, I was going to say the science of the Expanse so far has been fairly yes, good. Yes, we do. Fairly we do good. like. There all, there's also things with that show that are a little ridiculous, but yeah. But so far, the space science part is is pretty good, and so I've been appreciative that they yeah tried to get it right. It's a good show. Um, yeah, we're not anywhere near the end though. You said yet, right? No, right. But uh, Phil finally hold on to your hats. Phil finally watched Bill and Ted's. Excellent adventure. And there was a lot of science Phil, issues with that movie. Phil loves Keanu Reeves. Loves Keanu Reeves. Okay, I really like uh, Keanu Reeves as an actor. Yeah. How did you feel about his earlier work? <laughs> um I mean it was fine. I thought I thought the characters were interesting they weren't just completely ridiculous teenagers. it was like he had a mexican jumping bean in in his neck and i don't mean that in any kind of racial way other than then when i was younger you could buy these things off the back of comic books and they were like um some kind of magic beans that you could put inside things and they would move. And I believe they were called Mexican jumping beans. And if you look at Keanu Reeves in that movie, the whole time, he's bip-bopping around all the time with his head. Like, he can't stay still. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it more reminds me of those inflatable guys that are outside those car dealerships. I was more blown away by George Carlin because George yeah. Carlin is so young in yeah. that movie. And growing up, I only knew like recognize George Carlin as like an older guy. And that that's the youngest I've ever seen, like the youngest image of George Carlin I had ever seen before. Right. So I was, you know, that blew me away. Plus I wasn't expecting to see him there. Yeah. It was, it was fun. It was a fun little movie. Yeah. I mean, it was okay. It was, it was a little, it was a little dated. It was a little nuts with the, I, I just, I, it made me anxious about all the logistics because they because really weren't paying old. attention to, like timings and like they just left all those all but, the characters at right, the mall you're, without you're, supervision and then they lost them obviously and then it was like a huge mess trying oh to wrangle man. them all up and then I was watching that clock and they were going to be late for their presentation and it was like I was really stressed out about it. It breaks my heart because you are the start of the generations that can't appreciate just a good fun time without pulling it apart because your brains were are way too technologically advanced. Those of us that did not have all the fancy schmancy shit and remember the fucking green death screens on our computers and before computers were portable and before Bluetooth and all that stuff. Are you stuff. saying there was a an error 
like a, a computer error screen that was green before the blue screen of death? It used to be green? Well, everything was green. There was nothing. You either had oh, you're talking from about the like black and white MS-DOS? screens or you finally just got one that had like dark green, black, and green. And that was it. That was your choices. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Anywho, so now we have to watch the sequel. Yeah, so I mean that's... Uh, it's weird because I knew that there, there was a sequel, mm-hmm. um, which is why we had to watch the first one. But mm-hmm. then after watching, like at the conclusion of the first one, I was like, how the hell do you make a sequel to this movie? Like this, is, this movie was so totally insane and it involves like so much time travel. And so it's like, how do you, how do you deal with like, like, where's the story in a sequel? Like, what could possibly top what already happened? Like, well, they already found with, out. They end up with the princesses, so my assumption is that it's... Isn't it their daughters or But, something? like, their destiny is to, like, somehow be successful in whatever and form, like, a new doctrine by which, like, mm-hmm. all humans base their spiritual values on or whatever in the far future. Right. So, like, what... Like, I guess they have to address how how that could possibly happen, which is totally crazy, but, like... You know, like, is that what the second movie is about? I guess we'll find out when we watch it. But keep in mind, you don't question all of the craziness that happens in fucking um, John Wick. So, like. What do you mean? There's just like, oh, come on. John Wick is very technically specific and accurate. It's a little out there when it comes to the the amount of abuse that that guy can take. And just, I mean, just the chase car chases and stuff alone. Come on. You mean like him getting injured and then being able to still keep fighting and stuff? That and just some of the actual fights and chases. It doesn't matter whether or not it's choreographed. In real life, it wouldn't be choreographed. Well, no, but like in real life, he would be a highly trained killer. So like people have gone through. They'd just be blowing each other up. Nobody would be bothering to go in a fucking hotel where they're supposed to have a truce and then try to like break that truce. Well, but that's part of the, you know. That's part of like the culture and war of this world. I love the John Wick movies. I'm just saying, people in glass houses. But people have he he did do a fight in a glass house. Some non toxic kind of glass cleaner to be able to see what's going on outside their own house. What? I I don't know. (laughs) But yeah, like people have gone through and watched John Wick like in slow motion, counted the bullets, and then looking for his reloads and it's been like bang on and the actual uh like weapon control that he has and the workspace that he uses and the way that he does his press checks and even some of his trick shooting stuff Mm -hmm. where like he loads his pistol cocks it like on his boot or something right and then he does a press check like by throwing it up and catching it all like all one-handed or whatever is all like very accurate and very awesome technical skill that's just like that that, he does for in real life all the time no but he he does keanu there's videos where you watch keanu reeves doing his gun training for john wick like just practicing and And he actually learned how to do it for real point my point is in real life you're not you don't you're not testing for that moment to come up at a specific time when someone says Roll. Do no, you understand but, what I'm saying? But if you were 
You could still be trained for something. It doesn't necessarily mean you. People get trained for shit all the time, and they for sure react in a way that they're trained for. But right. I'm just saying that the 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 amount of crazy the alignment of things necessary for everything to perfectly happen the way they do in that movie is not how reality would happen. Whether or not the person is trained 100%, there are other things that are going on around in that movie that in real life would not be going on around you. Like, let alone the cops fucking don't even show up until the fight is, like, basically over. I mean... You know, even the the point of like all the well, shit is going on, things are getting blown up or whatever. He still manages to get his dog back up. Yet, no, the guy wouldn't have kept his dog. But we're the guy wouldn't have kept his dog, Phil. He would have fucking killed his dog. So like again, he would have killed his dog again. So that's like bullshit. But we're you know? we're dealing with this world where there's like these very powerful organizations and people who have paid off the police or have agreements with the police as well. Like you okay, have to remember yeah, that there's right. corrupt cops. All and right, stuff I too. think you need to. We're, we could argue about this all day. John Wick is not reality. There are elements in it that get, can be realistic. I never said it was reality. My point is that you need to remember when you're watching a movie, uh-huh. not a documentary. And even then, you, you know, you gotta, we got to be careful. But Right, but unless the movie has a reason why something should be different, If you're watching a movie called be Gremlins, ac- folks, <laughs> this is where this all started from. You need to kind of just embrace the fact that it just, you have nothing to base your your knowledge on to begin with. Yeah. So you just need to be open to it being no, silly. But I mean, they're wearing clothes. They've got boobs on one of just one <laughs> of them. You know? But they gave us the knowledge. They even showed us in like an experimental way, like what would happen. And and the old man warned them about it. And they they did it. And they experimented with it. And they saw the effect of water. And that we're using the knowledge that the writers I, I don't are giving think us. Many creatures would and bother then, putting on a wig, earrings, a negligee, and lipstick. <laughs> you know, but come on, the whole thing is silly. But yeah, but then they dropped the ball when it came to the snow and the puddles and the uh, readily ready access to water in the rest of the world. Why like, you can't see this? Is we're gonna? I'm gonna have to like take note of when it you wouldn't watch have a movie been that hard. Silly. The writers could have added in some kind of provision, <laughs> like the water had to Can be like blessed by something, else? or the water had to have like a certain chemical oh, in Jesus. it. Or, uh, you know, the water had to be from in, from like a natural river or okay. so, or something. All right, or babe. it had to be like on the full moon <laughs> and in the water. And they could have created Cut a... Cut it out. They could have created a reason <laughs> why just they couldn't use just any water. That's all you I'm saying. What? It we seemed got lazy. some really cool mugs from a friend of ours. Uh, well, Phil, uh, probably I should say more, more Phil's closer to Phil's friend, whatever. From Barry. Like, Barry Barry's gave awesome. Us, he gave I, us. I do also think he's super nice. I'm just saying like they t- they have more relationship than I do with him. Anyway, super nice mugs with our logo on them and they're, it's awesome. Yeah, we got beer steins with the party, party pooper logo on them and I, I will put it on Instagram. It's yeah, really cool. It's awesome. So when we have a drink on the show, we can... Use our special and Phil doesn't believe in glitches, even though I try to regularly point it. We had a couple of really good ones over the holidays too, but I got to say the best one was Christmas Day. Although this probably doesn't seem like much a glitch, I guess, but I just thought it was really funny how probably the day before I had said, "You don't know me," like you don't know me. I was upset about something, and I was like, "You don't even know me," because you don't think of things that I would like. And then Phil got me this really nice. Um, fancy like coffee thermos i guess i don't know what you'd call it a 
portable coffee carafe or yeah. something. I don't know. Yeah. Or like a portable coffee And it's really cup. nice. It keeps it hot really, really long time. It actually really does make a difference in the way that it tastes. I don't know how, but it does because I drink the mushroom coffee. So I only make, um, a, like it's only... I only make one, and it doesn't make a lot, but then I usually heat up my uh, non-dairy milk and, you know, add all my cinnamon and all that stuff in it and froth it up. And it actually kept it really nice for, for a very good period of time because prior to this, I was using this um, thing that I had that I made my tea in, but it just wasn't doing it. It wasn't keeping it hot. It wasn't really tasting great. But I Oh, they make a anyway. bunch of really awesome stuff for tea. Yeah. Um, the brand's called Fellow. Um Fair warning, it's pretty expensive. It's a premium type of thing. Well, I loved it. I thought it was amazing. They have uh, they have really beautiful tea kettles and um, other drinking apparatuses. Apparati? Apparati? I don't know. Is that a, a word? I have no idea. Um, it could be one of those things where it's the plural, the plurality, the plural of the word is just the word. So you just say apparatus. Right. Like moose? Apparatus is, is apparatus. You can have many apparatus or whatever. Um, many moose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like anyway, so that was really awesome. He gave me that. And it was really funny because the first gift that I gave him that he chose to open was a bag of fancy decaf coffee beans. And I thought that was just really funny and cute that both of us, our first gifts that we gave each other without knowing and the shapes didn't give it away or anything like Which that. Which is just a coffee. coincidence. It's a coincidence. <sighs> I can't remember the other glitches that we had, but there was plenty that week. And I remember we were watching, so, uh, one of them had to do with something that came up on the TV. And I turned to you and I even said, oh my God, it's another glitch. Speaking of presents, I don't know if, um, if there was cause and effect or if this was just coincidence, but. Um, that I like music, so I gave you records? No. Uh, <laughs> but. Um, I decided this year, you know, having some extra spending money and stuff, I decided to buy a bunch of people some presents, which I don't normally do. I don't normally really celebrate Christmas or the holidays or whatever that much, but, Mm -hmm. um, I was like, you know, I can do it. It's going to be fun. I want to. So I, I did get some stuff for some friends, a couple friends, and then either because I gave them a present and then they felt like they needed to give me one back or because they were already planning to, um, I ended up getting, we well, we ended up getting uh, a bunch of gifts from different people, uh, which was really nice because it's been a really long time since um, since we've had, like, sorry, uh, since we've had presents to open on Christmas. Um, you know, normally it's just like, oh, here's what I got you, and then you give me something, and then that's it. But this year we actually got to open presents from like other people and neither of us knew what was inside. All right. Um, which was really nice. So I don't know if it's because I gave them presents first or whatever. Even even so, if 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 that's what it takes, then I'm going to buy presents for people every year because I thought it was really cool. Do you understand that you have now just succumbed to the very thing that you despise about Christmas. No, but I, I don't want it to be like the thing that makes me, me gross about Christmas is like the necessity of it or like that someone just get presents just because or that's literally that, what you just said. No, but like, how can I say this? <laughs> it, it's the excess of it. Like we're talking about like two gifts that we got 
You know what I mean? And it made oh, all the I difference. See. Yeah, well, like, I mean, excess in general, excess of everything, how everybody eats themselves fucking to to death, basically. No, I just mean like having like a little extra. The excess know. in decorating, the excess in drinking, the excess in partying, the excess in just everything. But it's like the Christmas is basically the 80s, only it's like once a year. Actually, Christmas and New Year's, I should say. Well, definitely, because I was born in the 80s, and I did a lot of sleeping this Christmas. Yeah, it was kind of weird. I mean, I know a lot of people had a hard time because their families, they couldn't be with their families, or they were trying to sneak around to be with their families um, because they weren't supposed to be doing it. Uh, But I don't know. I've just, like, lived... Like, I haven't been around. Like, there have been years where I've been able to, at some point, get to spend, like, go to drive to Ottawa or whatever and spend a night or two nights at my sister's when they were living there. But I guess since we moved here, I just kind of, for me, it was like I assumed that we weren't going to really see anybody anyways, and we kind of keep to ourselves. So, although I did kind of miss the little, like, going to somebody's house for a house party, and I, I missed the possibility of going for like dinner at the mess or whatever just because for me that's like the only chance i get <laughs> to kind of put like dress up a little bit you right, know right right and yeah it did suck to not socialize having and have fun however um because it's been really great this for me anyways not like this not socializing a lot i haven't been drinking very much which is probably the opposite of what a lot of people maybe have gone through but you know, if we were going out all the time and stuff like that on the weekends, we'd be probably drinking more. Um, I don't know. Maybe we wouldn't be. But anyways, yeah, I just there was no super excess uh, except for just one one time when I decided to go out with somebody uh, from work. And we basically just went to this uh, pub slash restaurant that, well, yeah, it's like a restaurant, I guess. I, I feel like it's like a good TGIF type of thing, but they actually had really awesome, spacious partitions and, and banquets, and we weren't near anybody else, and so just a couple of us went out for a couple of drinks one one weekend uh, after work, and I mean, it was nice. It was super weird and awkward to be out in the world, like it didn't, like, and we were even in this weird part where, like, it's hard to explain, but, like, the restaurant kind of, like, turned on an angle, so we still felt very isolated from even the other parts, which were, you know, really spread out. But it was just a weird feeling to be out with a mask on because you only, you know, take your mask off to have your eat your food or drink or whatever, and then the people serving you have masks on, and it just felt so weird because I felt like we were all talking and, like, laughing and whatever, but we weren't actually all understanding what we were all saying because everything was just so muffled. It was an awkward experience. You had your mask on while you were eating? No. I I took it off. I had – I took it off to eat. Okay. But, like, when the server came back, uh-huh. you know – they had their mask on, so you put your mask on. Well, I don't know. I haven't been to restaurants in like it, a it year. It was just weird. It was just, it was a weird thing. But at the same time, um, you know, not straying too far from my bubble, my server was actually somebody that I see regularly as a, as my cl- as a client. So, like, it was just funny because it kind of made me feel better in a little way. You know, I was like, oh, okay, I see you every day pretty much anyway. So it wasn't like I, I didn't feel like... 
you're exposing yourself to new people. Yeah. I mean, although I guess through her, because she does at her work, but I, I don't know. It wasn't a very packed restaurant, but I don't know. That's, that's how it happens, people. No, but everybody had their masks on. You need to hit. Anyways, now we're going to go down that whole rabbit hole, which I don't want to because I just had that whole thing finding out about somebody at work that caused a big kerfuffle with no masks today. So, Yeah, it sucks when people that obviously, well, really, really seem like they don't have any issues are just trying to use this whole, I have a medical excuse as an, as, as like a freebie just to not to wear a mask. Like I just, I, I just don't like, I can respect that people have opinions about masks and that they don't want to wear one. That's fine. Don't wear one if you don't want to wear one. Um, doesn't mean because you wear one that you believe everything that's going on. What I care about is I am going to do what I need to do to make the people I am working with feel comfortable and to make myself feel comfortable and to minimize the hassle in my everyday life. And if you don't want to wear a mask and you're going to come to my place of work and you're going to start shit with the people that I work with, then you can get the fuck out. Because I'm allowed to deny you service if you're being belligerent. Like, there's no place for that. Like, we're a very small space, and I don't think that's fair. How would you like me to come to your house and fucking open up the door and walk you into, I don't know, a small room, close the door behind me, and with chicken pox on and keep you in there for an hour? Or... Or even just be annoying and, and make that loudest annoying noise ever. Like they did in Dumb and Dumber for like 10 minutes and yeah. fucking keep you with me. Like it's... Yeah, you're right. Even if someone doesn't... to me to bitch at me. Just don't come. Just go somewhere else or stay home. But Yeah, it's a privilege on our right. And like, you know, if you walked in wearing no shirt, no shoes, I'd have to say the same thing. Like, what the fuck, you know? Yeah, it's a pretty small ask. And... I would offer you shoes and a shirt just like I offer you mask because I have people that I work with that can't afford to get sick. And I have elderly sick people that come to see me every single day and they can't afford to get sick. So you just said they were sick and elderly already. My point is, is that whether you have a flu or whatever the fuck chronic pain COVID is or whatever. um, No, I know it's not the flu. I just mean that, you know, you need to just keep that in mind. It's not about you. This isn't about me. This isn't my house. It's my place of work. If I choose to have someone over to my house, which I don't, I'm just saying, if I were to open you up to risk by having someone over here and, and not know where they've been and they didn't have their mask on and we didn't have their mask on, I'd be doing something that would be affecting us in our own house. But I don't agree with with people just, with, with I wouldn't invite like, my staff over here and also make them, I don't know if I'm trying to make being clear what I'm trying to say. I just think that it doesn't matter what I believe. It doesn't matter what anybody else believes. You just don't show up somewhere doing something that's going to make someone feel uncomfortable. If it means that there is a possibility that you could hurt them, that you could hurt them. Yeah, for sure. There's no point you're doing it to, to take a political stand and guess what? It's not going to get you anywhere coming where, like, if you have a political stand to take, don't go picking on local businesses that are trying to make ends meet and get people money to put the shelter over their heads and food in their children's mouths. Oh, my God. I just, fuck. I just realized something. You know, when people say make ends meet, like, when I was a kid, 
I thought about meat, like eating meat. No. And now I heard you say that, and then I'm thinking of a string. Yeah. And like making the ends meet together, like pulling things together, like trying to cinch things it up. It means or, not falling short. Yeah. Your I, ends won't meet if you fall short. I just never thought of it that way before. Oh, well, I don't know. That's what I assumed it was. All That's about. awesome. I'm going to... No, my life has changed. <laughs> cool. Thank you. How would ends make meat? I don't know. It's one of those stupid things you oh, hear and you, when you're gross. a kid and you just don't think about it. It's just an expression. Like, like you got to make the, the meat for, by the end of the month, like to put food on the table kind of thing. You uh, know, okay, like, yeah. I don't know, like some, and you know that it's like probably been like telephone game from some expression from the right, 1800s right, right, right. and it's probably just something people to say. And then now I'm like, oh, no, it's a logical expression. That makes sense. You just started me on this whole inner spiral of all the expressions I used to hear back home growing up that are so inappropriate. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, I was like, wow, I'm not going to say any of that. That's awful. Oh, and, and like speaking of inappropriate and awful, but nostalgic um earlier i was like listening phil's making pizza so he had music on and i came down and i was just like oh i want to look at my liked songs and like i was trying to see i was trying to play another song but two live crew happened to come on um and it was uh me so horny me so horny yeah yeah me so I was trying to remember what the actual title was, but uh, yeah, I guess that's and, it. Me and then so I horny. asked Alicia if the song <laughs> "Me So Horny" was racist, and, and I'm not sure if it is or if, or if it's not. I mean, it's not. Not. It's not nice. But they're portraying a very. But cliche I do believe it's a clip. View. I believe they're taking a clip from. I thought it was a clip from platoon or full metal jacket maybe maybe full metal jacket because i think that was a little more raunchy that movie and then it was two live crew who i'm sorry they're not known for having the cleanest fucking music in the world so straight up no i i found this paper uh from a university student who wrote like a basically a treatise on uh the very serious problems with two live crew their lyrics and their actions and as a black feminist person, they were writing in the perspective of that it's very harmful what they're doing. They are like for black female race. A drop in the bucket with that kind of music that's out there. So anyway, about this whole Misa Horny thing, yeah. the stereotypical, super cliched Asian voice saying Misa Horny is now very cliched and stereotypical, but I'm wondering if was this the case where it was already like a known cultural thing then, or were they like the original Miso Horny people? And even uh, if they were, so maybe well, they're no, not. it's a clip from the movie. I think the movie is the sound. Yeah, There's but if the movie had just come out or whatever, then maybe they were the first to use it in this way and actually propagate that stereotype and whatever, in which case it might even be even worse because they're the ones that propagated it. But then also I couldn't be angry at them for using like a cliched stereotypical thing. I could only be angry at them for being prejudiced it's like the christmas song it's exactly like the fucking christmas song not in a racist way but in a sexual what uh predator way oh, mommy kissing santa claus 
No. Because that's a creepy Baby, song. Baby, it's cold outside. The oh, whole thing yes. with, right? That is very creepy and so, I, like, but I, I don't think it was necessary. I know. Look, I listened I like to it when I was a kid and I didn't I'm know any, anything was wrong. But now as an adult through a but, lens, uh, we're, like maybe through the we're woke looking lens. At, we're looking at it in a way to, look, it's a sign of the times, first of all. It doesn't mean it's okay. Um that that back then and still continuing now that that was an issue but i just mean like or like their viewpoints on women and everything were were you know not great but i mean that's not like that's changed a lot but anyways i mean a bit maybe but not not a lot but was that the intent when that song came out like did anybody ever find out whether that person that wrote the song, like, legit was like, yep, this is what this is about. Look, I'm not it saying... It was supposed to be just a cute little coy, like, you know? I'm not saying that we should, like, criminalize um, Frank Sinatra or something or whatever or say that there was malicious intent. I'm just saying it's not appropriate to listen to that anymore. Look, you know what? Culture or not, I just, it's not appropriate. I just feel like there are so many things that if you just... Oh, fuck, I don't know. It's such a slippery slope. The times change. And you know what? It's not It's not cool to listen to your know. stereotypical I, Asian I, chicks say me so horny. I can't have a permanent stance on this because on the one hand, I'm like, there are things where I don't believe that there was any malice met, meant in them and that why do I have to take that memory of, not the memory, but the enjoyment out of the, what I'm reading into it and turn it into something dirty and gross just because that's the way everybody else sees it. And on the other hand, I'm kind of like, yeah, let's fucking tear this shit down or whatever. Like, we can't put up with stuff like that. Like, I just, until you know what the intent was, I don't think that it's right to to say that well, no, that but it's you're, a wrong song. But you're missing the point because it doesn't matter what the intent was. So, like, if someone... But you can say that if about someone, anything. If someone insults someone and makes a joke about them... Even if they're intent- insulting or joking about, please let me tell you. So even if someone were to say something and intend it as a funny thing or a bonding thing or whatever, if they say something and the other person is hurt by it and is offended by it, then that's all it takes. Well, like, that person needs to say I'm hurt or offended by it. it. Yeah. But how are you supposed to say that to a song? So I'm saying a song can be like very offensive. What? What? Regardless of I don't what the intent what was. What in Baby It's Cold Outside was was offensive. Well, I didn't look, I didn't research the lyrics because you didn't no warn me in advance. But There's like, no offensive, I, like, he doesn't say anything rude to her. He just is trying to get her to stay because he could wants you see, to hook up with her. Could you see how someone who had been a victim of sexual abuse for sure would not want to listen to that song? Yeah, I get that, but like I could flip it and say when I listen to it, like in my head, I'm thinking like, you know, she's saying, oh, she, she really has to go, and like, oh, like people be worried about her, or whatever. On the one hand, I can see the whole like she's trying to get away from him, but then on the other hand, I can see it being as a woman who's like, I got this guy, like I'm reeling him in, you know, I'm gonna do play yes, this that's little your, game. That's your interpretation, exactly. But some people can have an interpretation. That makes them very upset. I understand that. That's so, why I said it's it's very difficult for me to side with either side because I can see how people can have just so don't listen to it then. So that's my point is that it's inappropriate to be listening to those songs anymore. If for you want to, if you want to listen to it on headphones 
personally by yourself. Oh that's dear. One thing. If we have to start, but, I could get offended at some of the stuff that you listen well, to. Please, if you are offended by something, you should be telling me. <laughs> Seriously. And so, yeah, I'm just saying that those songs shouldn't be played on the radio anymore. You know what I mean? It's not worth it. Just so some there, people can have their memory. You can change the station. No, no one's forcing you. Okay, so that's then, why that's why there's options. That it gets very you're going down a slippery fucking slope of freedom of speech and censorship. I just I think when it comes to there's there's a line there. Yeah, there is. When it there comes are, to, there are way worse things that we need to be focusing on instead of going back in the fucking annals of history. And I'm not talking about really awful shit. I mean nitpicking fucking. Like old Christmas yeah, carols. Why can't we do Let's both? Why can't we do all of it? Because there's not enough energy it's in not the a big world. Deal. It's not that hard for a radio station to say, you know what, we're not going to play Baby's Cold they Outside anymore. They wouldn't be able to play much of the music. Have you listened to any of today's music? Are you kidding me right now? I, I listen to a lot of music. You do not listen to what the general fucking youngsters are listening to, buddy. Because I'm telling you, well, no. the shit that be playing ain't fucking... You know, white bread. Let's well, just say, oh wow, that was super. I didn't mean that in a racist if way. There's some like I meant. It's not PG thirteen. Okay, regardless, if if it's has intonations of sexual assault and whatever in them, then they probably shouldn't be playing that on the radio either. Oh, so like, all know. country music basically is going to be banned because a lot of it's talking about shooting guns, drinking, and fucking okay, busting up cars and maybe about? they're women. Right. I did not agree uh, at all. No, that's not the true. Police because every breath you take is fucking creepy. So well, is I the can fucking get song. That. Uh, don't stand so close to me. So let's yeah. just like all the police music is bad. So it, obviously, no, no, start no, writing them down. <laughs> we'll send a send it into the radio station. Oh my god! Oh my god! This is just not. We cannot agree. We will never agree on this. There are certain things. There are certain things. I feel weird about listening to Michael Jackson. I I I feel. Very awkward about listening to that. I definitely wouldn't watch the Cosby Show reruns I, if that even exists. I see there is a line, right? Abs- absolutely. It's just that you have your own subjective feelings. No, about because those things. he fucking went to court. Like it's proven. Wasn't that not proven? Was he not charged with doing yeah. all those awful things yeah, to those sure. women? Like, okay, so you're saying if you're found the, criminally responsible? No, I'm saying like. There, there was proof. Then we can, like, and he stop. was there to talk himself out of it if he had to, if he could have, you know. Like if okay, so those you're are saying, intent. The intent there was to harm people. So you're saying if it had been proven that Frank Sinatra actually, I don't think he wrote that. I don't think he. Okay, wrote he that. still sang it. He's still responsible for okay, it. Okay, he was probably drunk. In the same way that you, I mean, that someone pays someone to slit a cow's throat so they can they can eat their burger. That's intent. That is intending to hurt I'm, an animal. I'm just saying, whoever wrote it, like, Frank Sinatra's still saying it, so he's still culpable for those words. Like, he's the ones that made them famous, and he's still ones that, it doesn't matter who wrote it, because he is still responsible uh, yes, wait, for saying the things he said, we're right? Like, are wasting all this time arguing over this, because now you're focusing on the fault of the singer and not whether or not the person that's playing the music should be playing it. I'm just saying, you don't just go after you know, the writer. You got to hold all the people responsible. Listen, if if, if you're, you're going to hold them responsible music in this house that I don't want to listen to, yeah, it's up to me to say something. to not listen to it. Uh, you should, not up to me to no, tell you. Should you say no, say something. No, 
that's not okay. You should be I'm able not to the boss of you, and you're not the boss of me. No, but you should you be able to be to, comfortable in your own home. If yeah, you were truly for, offended, except for you can't always have headphones on if you're doing things. So I could change the song. No, I don't think that's if you're downstairs listening to something in the basement. I could say, could you turn it down, please? But I'm not going to say, Phil. I forbid you to listen to that in this. Okay, house. well, you should be aware that like I don't know if there is any music out there that offends me, but like if you did play something that offended me then I would tell you and I would expect you to change it. Yeah, I know. You told me earlier and I just kept dancing because I like that song. Oh, the Misa Horny one? Well, that's because I was online Googling and looking at the internet and see if people have the same opinion as me because I'm oh very unsure. Oh, my God. Today, folks, Phil has I'm not been sure if it's the biggest or not. party pooper of all. You woke up. You woke up in an awful... Look, you just were... Well, you weren't in an awful mood when you woke up, but by the time that you got in the car, you were already... Looking at you were looking at awful news first thing in the morning when you woke up. You got on your phones first thing you did, and you sat. You were there watching your bad, bad stuff. And then I don't know what you read, but then you were listening to bad stuff in the radio, a podcast, whatever. That's an important story. Still, that's that's a great way to start the day. Very very positive vibes to be attracting. Like fill your fill your morning. Everybody should check out Canada Land. There's a new episode about a story of. We're not we're not going over that now. Okay, but you're in a bad bad enough place. It's 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 pretty bad stuff. It happens in Toronto. Flood yourself with bad news. All day. It is not healthy. Okay, but I, I actually have been working on that. So I'll tell you what I did. The other night, it was like two or three nights ago, I had this dream, right, about a, a train. A train. And If your knee-jerk reaction to whether or not you're right, the fact that you were getting irritated that I was listening to a song that you deemed <laughs> uh, not appropriate for no, I'm pizza telling and you, dancing in the kitchen, then... There's a problem there. Let me tell you. It's not even a good song. Anyway. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but I didn't ask you to turn it off because I'm not sure if it's racist yet, but I'm going to keep researching Oh, it. because the powers that be in the internet are going to tell for, you. The I'm gods of the, the internet answers. will tell you. I'm just, I need people heart. to help discuss it. You don't need it. somebody else to tell you. Okay, in my right. heart, I think it's racist. So don't listen to it. I don't want you playing it anymore. <laughs> Honey, <laughs> I don't know who you think you're living with. <laughs> I don't want you listening to Two Live Crew at all, actually. <laughs> There's one I've read about them. It's not good stuff. So, especially for a woman. Um, yeah, but I'm a woman, and if I choose to listen to it and think what a, when a bunch of dopes, they're being so silly with their songs and not taking offense to it personally, that's okay. Yeah, but they're making money off the fact that you're listening to them. No one's making any money off of me listening to any, yeah, of, my, that's any of this stuff. Streaming, yeah, may, may not be a super powerful way for they're artists to make not money even alive but, anymore well their their estates are getting that money or their uh record producers well maybe their children record need to have new kicks for school or money for a vaccine who knows or recover from their misogynistic parents <laughs> um anyway so i had this dream about a train and so i went online and i found this game called railroad railway empire and it's like our simulation train conductor game and like you can 
you can get these steam engines and stuff and you can like set up the tracks and have the trains go from town to town. Oh my god. And it's all realistic. Like you have to have What is the TV show where the guy had a secret train room and he was always <laughs> trying to get his neighbor to come over and play with it? What is it? It's a really cheesy sitcom. I don't know. Somebody out there knows this. Barry, Somebody Barry, fucking knows this. Barry always knows. So. It's an old sitcom. The guy had no, no. Oh, wait a second. Wasn't it somebody's father in Seinfeld? Had the train? No, that was the billiard room. Some sitcom, somebody had okay, a all secret. Right. Home Improvement? Was it Home Improvement? No. Yeah, maybe it was his neighbor. But anyway, yeah, so you can you can set up all these trains and tracks, and you actually have to have the spit. Like, the trains can't go on top of each other. You actually have to have it realistically laid out so that Why there's proper trains go crossings. on top of each other no i just mean you actually have to have the tracks and the proper interchanges and turnoffs and the spacing for them so that they actually run properly because they can't just like run over each other or whatever like in really shitty sim city games so or whatever where like the traffic doesn't actually terrorist train conducting no, there's no, there's, there's no, to teach them how to, there's no terrorists. I'm stuff. just, I'm just fucking with no, you. No, there's no I'm actual. I'm trying to point out that you could make everything be evil and awful. I mean, if you looked hard enough. Even if a terrorist cell could find a replica train from the 1800s that still worked or whatever, and they took that steam locomotive and wanted to do something nefarious with it, they don't actually show you how to operate the trains in the game. So it's, uh, it'd be totally fine. Speaking of games. Anyway, it's been really relaxing and calming, and I've been using this train game to uh, chill out a little bit. It's fantastic. It's working, like, amazingly. I feel calmer. A1 job. I feel less angry. Well, it's not apparent to those I'm still, I'm still upset at a lot of things, but I feel less angry, you which I think is important. You seriously need to just stop opening your phone the minute your eyes pop open in the morning. It's not good, honey. Mm-hmm. I love you. It is so bad for you. I, Take like, it. I like to check the stock right. market you know and what? the news. I was doing that too when, well, not the stock, no, stock market, but... I was doing that too when we first moved here and you would go to work and I would just get on my phone. It's a bad, bad place to be. You will not see enough happy things. You need to seek those happy things. You need to, you need, I don't mean you need to, but you should try, you should try meditating in the morning. You should try waking up and taking a few minutes to just gather your thoughts. Think about what you want to do during the day. Think about how you want to approach the day, how you want to approach challenges, you know, Listen to something educational that's not necessarily negative. Um, find something cool in science. Listen to uh, the hap- one of those happiness podcasts or like good news podcasts or something or like something that you enjoy that interests you. Save the news for later. It's not going anywhere, right? It's always a variation of the same old stories. I'm not saying you got to be completely ignorant, but you don't need to give... Your body in the morning is rested and recharged, and you don't need to give it, like, a negative adrenaline shot. You need to go the opposite way. Okay. I'll try it. I say that with love. Yeah. Okay, I'm receiving it with love. Okay. Uh, what's your song for the day? Oh. I don't know. What are we talking about? What are we? What kind of mood are we going for? Well, you're allowed to pick a song to go on either of our playlists uh, it doesn't need to be for a specific one i'm gonna go with uh, cozy poopers playlist 
And I'm going to add Bob Dylan's Blues by Bob Dylan. All right. Well, I, 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 I don't know. Like, I just was trying to listen to something that was like a cozy poopersy kind of thing. But I actually just, I, I don't know. I just, I'm not feeling it. I just feel like there's a lot of, a lot of heavy shit going on, you know, and I need to, I know cozy doesn't necessarily have to be sad, but anyway, so I just, I don't know right now I need to listen to more. Oh, Bob Dylan's blues is not a sad song. No, no. I just mean that for me, all my like more quieter songs tend to kind of give me that thing. Although I will say, and we'll talk about it more when we talk about like the music of 2020. um, I have been listening to a little bit of Taylor Swift's album, her one that she just had come out evermore. But I'm being very careful because my last experience with Spotify was that it seemed like that's all I listened to last year, which is not true, or this year. And I don't know what the hell happened, why it... Oh, for your Spotify year and wrap-up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was really messed up just because I listened to it a lot for like a couple of weeks and then it just like fucked everything up, but... Hey, don't worry about your year-end wrap. No, just, just listen to what you want to listen I to. I know, but I just don't want it to because your suggestions after can get really mellow if you if it takes the uh, what do you call it the made for you. No, the algorithm. Algorithm, yeah, gets all fucked up after. So I'm trying to be careful about how much calm music I'm listening so to. So what song are you picking? I'm actually going the opposite way, and I'm going to go more party-ish. And it's roses. It's the uh, Oh, my God. I don't know if I'm going to say this right. Imanabek remix um, with St. John and Imanabek. Okay. And I like it. Fun fact, uh, Bob Dylan's real name is Robert Zimmerman. He changed his name to Bob Dylan for music um, in honor of the poet Dylan Thomas. You're so pretty. Thanks. No, I'm just I'm making a joke because of all the stuff we were talking about before. It's just just raining the matriarchy down. Someone said that to me today. Oh, you're lucky. You're so pretty. Objectively sexifying me. Did I just say objectively sexifying? Yeah, sexually objectifying me. Objectively sexified. That sounds. That sounds Um, like a good thing. Sounds like yeah. Sounds like somebody went like went to town in a. Very straightforward manner, maybe. I don't know. Oh, I, 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 I was thinking of like somebody like getting ready. Plan? They walk into a room oh. and like the person's looking at them and that they're going, being like objective about it. And they're like, sexified. I was thinking like <laughs> someone had a plan about sex and executed it. Sex with a plan is oh, objectively yeah, sexified. Sex with, that sounds like you. I yeah. don't have a plan. <laughs> well, a, plan A, plan B, plan C. Oh, God. Plan Zulu. All right, right. well, have a great uh, holiday, everyone. Happy Festivus. We'll see you in New Year's. Yeah, we'll uh, record another episode New Year's Eve. uh, I'm excited. I want to talk about music. Although we might be super drunk or something or um, stoned. Yeah, probably. We'll see what happens. Probably. All right, take care, everybody. (laughs) Bye. Oh, uh, sorry, I always mention it. I I always forget and then mention it after the outgoing music. And I give an update about what the, what the hell is going on with uh, the music, oh. the songs and stuff. So I've now moved away from uh, Anchor, which is Spotify's podcast hosting thing, because mm-hmm. I wasn't happy with the way that they were trying oh, to no. manipulate it and whatever. And 
I don't, I don't, I don't want to publish a podcast that's only playable on Spotify. That's not fair for everybody that wants to use whatever right. app they want to use. I feel like that's the opposite way that the internet should go. We should go to a more open and accessible internet, not uh-huh, a more closed uh-huh. one. Anyway, so there won't be any songs at the end of the podcast anymore. It only happened like one time or whatever. And, and you can only hear that if you listen on Spotify. So it's very limited case but we still will have those songs on the spotify playlists so you can still go listen to them there or just look them up whatever and um i moved it over to Acast, which is now in partnership with patreon and they have free uh, podcast hosting through there and it's making it a lot easier for me and it's a lot simpler and i like it better that way so that's the way i'm doing it so and because of that actually all the bonus um fill money minutes little things that I did before are actually available in the main podcast feed now. So if anybody looks in their app, they can go back and download those if they want to or whatever. You don't have to go to Patreon now in order to see those. Those are just part of the feed now. But you will still have to... <laughs> Your hand is so distracting. Oh, sorry. I'm talking a lot it. with my hand right now. I'm just yeah. like, what is happening yeah. right now? Sorry. I just, I'm, I'm a visual person, so it helps. Which is great for a podcast. Organize my thoughts. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, so to hear uh, bonus episodes and stuff like that, you'd still have to get on Patreon to hear those. But um, but for everything else, right. you shouldn't see any difference in your RS, RSS feed. If you don't know what an RSS feed is, just don't worry about it. So it's all good. So just that's the update. I don't know if that makes any sense. All right, take care, everybody. Free Britney. What? <laughs> Fear Britney? Free Britney. <laughs> Britney's in prison? No. God, Are you talking about Britney Spears? Yes. Is she in prison? No. Well, I mean, well, maybe. Yeah, I guess you could say. Why does she have to be freed? Oh, Phil. Okay, we'll get you caught up. Okay. All right, bye. I'm really confused.